I want to talk to you about two things today. I want to talk to you about some things that you need to remember. And then I want to talk to you about some things that you need to forget. Uh, all right? Uh, so uh, turn with me to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, and verse 32. And we're going to start out with things to remember. And uh, so here in Hebrews uh, chapter 10 and verse 32, it says this. Recall the former days. Recall, that means remember. Remember the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great struggle and sufferings. So he says, between the time that you came and became a believer and a follower of Jesus and, and the day that we presently stand in, I want you to recall and remember the former things in which, you, after you were illuminated, that you endured great struggle and sufferings, partly while you were made a spectacle both of reproaches and tribulations, and partly while you became uh, companions of those who were so treated. So they had endured some, uh, some persecution as believers, and he was saying, some of you endure persecution, and some of you walk with others who were enduring persecution, and you offered support and strength to them. So he said, For you had compassion on me and my pains, and joyfully accepted the plundering of your own goods, knowing that you had a better and enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. Therefore, do not, listen to these words, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. And so I just want to challenge you in this passage of Scripture. He begins to uh, talk to them of a time that, uh, that they suffered great contradiction. They suffered for their faith great difficulty. They suffered because of their faith great challenges. I want to submit to you that some of those days may be ahead for us. We've not suffered, uh, particularly in the United States, we've not suffered great challenges for our faith, but we began to suffer challenges for our faith. And, and he tells us in this passage that those are not things to forget. But when you suffer and when you struggle and when you go through some stuff, from the time that you were illuminated, from the time that you became a believer, uh, until the time that you passed through some struggle, he says some of you have gone through some things, some of you are going to go through some things, some of you are going to face some difficulty, and those are not things to forget. Those are things to remember. I want to help you with, with this this morning. Whenever you uh, go through some stuff like we've gone through in recent days, these are not things to forget. These are things to remember. And the reason he wants us to remember uh, these things, he wants us to recall the time between uh, when we became a believer and the time following where we had gone through some stuff. And he says, I want you to remember in that period of time, uh, your reproach and your tribulation, I want you to remember the things that you endured. I I want you to remember and that you had compassion or that you will have compassion on others who suffer reproach and tribulation. But I think what the apostle was pointing us to was that in the time of tribulation and in the time of difficulty, if he could get them to remember their walk through that time, they would realize that God was faithful. They would realize that God had kept them in that process. Not only had he kept them, but he had strengthened them. Listen to these words, brothers and sisters. He had strengthened them to be strength to one another. 
God began to deal with us as a church over two years ago uh, to, to build connect groups and to build relationship and to build uh, a strengthening and to be connected together in the body of Christ and not to forsake that spiritual assembly that brought us together and made us one and, and made us stronger and prepared us for the seasons that, that we did not know at that time were ahead of us. But what he created among us was relationships that would allow us to have compassion on the suffering of others, that would allow us to strengthen others who were in reproach, that it would allow us to hold up one another's arms and strengthen one another in the day of trouble. And God is saying, children of God, as we move through this season and as we move to uh, uh, the, the reopening of the church as we move to public services again, I want to challenge you that you don't forget how God kept you between the time that you were illuminated and the time that you walked through trouble. I don't want you to forget this season. I want you to bear it in the back of your mind and I want you to remember that if He kept us through this season, He will keep us through the difficult seasons that are ahead of us. There will be times and seasons in the days ahead of us that brothers and sisters in the Lord, particularly some who stand in some very visible places, will suffer reproach and tribulation and, and will suffer uh, because they stand, stand for their faith and, I want to, uh, and for the faith of others. And I want to challenge you that we will be a church of compassion and that we will be a church who's, who lifts those up in their suffering and in their reproach and in their tribulation. And we will, we will lift one another up in our suffering and in our reproach and in our tribulation that these are some things that we are to never forget. I want to challenge you. Remember that you, he said in this passage, Remember that you have a better and enduring possession. There are some individuals who this season of time that we have lived through has cost them great things. They've paid a great price and they've suffered a great loss. And the apostle said of the church uh, when he was speaking to uh, those in Hebrews, he said, you were willing to suffer loss, remembering that you have a better and enduring possession. He said, I don't want you to forget anything that you've walked through, and I want you to, in context, I want you to bring that all in, in, in a nutshell, and I want you to remind yourself that you have a better and enduring possession. What is the apostle saying to his saints of God? I want you to remember that you are eternal. I want you to remember that there is more ahead of you than is behind you. I want you to remember that this life is a temporary experience that you will be trading off at some point for an eternal one. You have a better and enduring possession. So he says these wonderful words to them. Do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. Listen, your confidence right now your confidence in these days, your confidence in the God that you serve and the promises that He has made over your life, your confidence in His ability to walk with you, in His ability to keep you, in His ability to prosper you, in His ability to restore you, in His ability to make you whole. Your confidence has great reward. But the apostle said these wise words, Church Living Water, we need endurance. People of God, uh, wherever you are viewing this broadcast from, we need endurance. I don't know what you're going through. I know that we have 
friends across this state and across this nation that join us for our broadcast. And I prophesy to you right now, do not cast away your confidence. It has great reward, but what you need is endurance. And this has been a practice session of endurance for days that are yet ahead. And I challenge you today that God was with you in this moment and He'll be with you in the moments ahead. You need endurance. You need endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you can endure to the promise. All farmers, when they sow seed, I'm very familiar with farming. I grew up here in the valley. All farmers, when they sow seed, they have a season of endurance from the time that they plant the seed in the ground until the time that that little sprout comes up in the earth until the time that those plants come to full growth and they begin to produce fruit, and then comes the time of harvest. And there's this entire season of endurance and of waiting. And this passage tells us that from the time that you obey the Lord until the time that you receive a promise, there is a season of endurance. Children of God, I call you to your season of endurance today. And I challenge you to remember the things that the apostle and the writer of Hebrews taught us to remember. Don't forget these times. Remember these times. Remember them because God has sustained you and he has kept you. And now I want to just draw your attention from things to remember to some things to forget. Philippians 3, 12 and 21, 12 through 21, teaches us some things to forget. Here the apostle writes, not that I have already attained, not th- I'm not saying that I've already accomplished everything that I need to accomplish. I'm not saying that I've already reached my reward, nor that I'm already perfected. In fact, I'm going to tell you that I'm highly imperfect, deeply flawed. But I press on that I may lay hold for that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I don't count myself to have apprehended. I'm not telling you that I've arrived, he says, but one thing I do, listen to this, forgetting those things which are behind me, I reach toward the things which are ahead. Now, pastor, didn't you just tell us to remember the things we've just gone through? Yes. But we were given in that previous passage a specific window of time that are we that we are to remember from the time that we are illuminated through the things that we will walk through we are to remember his faithfulness in those days but the things that the apostle is talking about he goes on to explain forgetting those things which are behind me i press forward to those things which are ahead toward the goal, toward the prize, toward the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I don't lose sight uh, with what is behind me. I don't lose sight paying attention to that uh, of what is ahead of me. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this same mind. Think about this. Our citizenship is in heaven. Now he's saying the same thing that was said in Hebrews. You have great reward. You have a better promise. 
Our citizenship is in heaven, from which we eagerly wait for the Savior, our Lord Jesus, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed into his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able to subdue all things unto himself. So there's some things to forget, just as well as things to remember. And the things to forget are, uh, the apostle is talking here about uh, the things he accomplished. Uh, he's talking about the things that he accomplished in, in the natural before he became a believer. The apostle was extremely well-educated. Born in his day, probably with a silver spoon in his mouth, so to speak. He was born very wealthy and very fluent. And he says, he says to them, I count those things as loss. I count those things from before I was illuminated, the things that, that came to me before I was illuminated, I count those things as loss. But all these things that I have suffered and these things that I have endured after the illumination of my spirit, after the awakening that I had to the fact that Jesus is Lord, uh, those, those things I'm not going to forget, those things I'm going to hang on to. Those things that he has done in me and spoken in me and said in me and worked out in me through my suffering and through my difficulty, the way that he has kept me, the way that he has walked with me, I'm going to remember those things, but here's some things I want to forget. I'm going to forget those things that are behind me. When you suffer, when you struggle, when you go through some stuff, there are things to forget. There are some things that are behind you that hold you back. There's some things that are behind you that keep you uh, in a process of thought that is not healthy and that is not strong. There's some things that are behind you that are feeding your fear right now. And I break those things off of your mind. The, the apostle said, forget those things that are behind you. Those words that were spoken over you that you are weak and that you wouldn't amount to anything. Forget those things that are behind you because when you were illuminated, you came to the realization of what God says about you. So forget those things that are behind you. So he says, the things that I've obtained through the flesh, I count those things as loss. I don't count them of great value at all. I reach toward what is ahead. I want to challenge you, Church of Living Water, if ever there was a time in our history where we are pressing toward what is ahead and where, where we are reaching toward what is ahead, those days are upon us. Those days are upon you as a believer that you forget what is behind you, that you shake off the things that hold you back, that you shake, shake off the chains uh, of heaviness, that you shake off the weight and the sin that beset, that you shake off the things that, 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 that hold you in place, shake those things off, forget those things remember what God has said about you and reach toward what is ahead I press toward the goal I press toward the high calling that is in Christ Jesus I press toward uh, the, the, to take hold of the reason for which he took hold of me. I press toward the deposit that has been in me from the foundations of the earth. I press toward what he deposited in me when he said, I knew you uh, from before I formed you in your mother's womb and I ordained you and I called you. I press toward that. Remembering this. I believe it was about verse 21 where he said, our citizenship is in heaven. We are eternal. Saints of God, both of these passages that we have read today remind us that we are eternal. We serve a God who lives outside of time. 
and this experience that we are having with time as supernatural beings who happen to be having a human experience, we're having an experience inside of time. But God continually reminds us in his word that we are moving back to an environment that is outside of time. So our citizenship is in heaven. And we wait for our Savior who transforms us from lowliness, from frailty, from weakness, from fear, from sickness, from disease, from pandemics, from struggle, from financial ruin, from the brokenness that comes in this life and the difficulty that arises in these days. He transforms us from lowliness into his glorious body. You are the body of Christ. You are members in particular. You are no longer lowly. You're the body of Christ. I just want to call you, I want to challenge you today that there are things to remember and there are things to forget. What God is calling us to remember is how faithful he's been to us through our seasons of difficulty. And what God is calling us to forget are those things that would tend to hold us back. So I challenge you, believers uh, in, in, at Church of Living Water, believers in the city of Fresno, believers in the state of California, believers across this nation and around the world who will listen to my words today, I challenge you to remember how God has been faithful to you and to forget what weakens you. Forget the things that tried to break you and remember the one who made you whole. Let's pray. Father, I bless your word that has pressed in upon the heart of your people today. This has been a challenge from the throne of God that we would remember the faithfulness of God in the season of struggle. That we would forget the brokenness that the enemy tried to put in our life before our moment of illumination. Before our moment of redemption. Before our moment of being called into his presence. I bless your people with the strength of these words. I bless your people that your word will not return void, but it will accomplish the purpose for which it is sent to us. In the mighty name of Jesus. You may be watching today, and you may be thinking, I need that illumination. You may be thinking today, I've, I, I've never made Jesus my Savior. I don't even know what this guy's talking about. But something is telling me that this is correct. That's the Holy Spirit calling you. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. Come and be my disciple. Come and follow me. So there's a great invitation from Jesus that you would receive him today. If you are that individual who's listening today and you are saying yes in your heart to Jesus, the Bible says 
that if you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth that he is Lord, he comes in. He washes your sin away. So today I challenge you to receive Jesus. Would you pray with me? Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Wash my sin away. You went to the cross for me. Make me clean. I receive you as my Savior. I receive you as my Savior. I receive you as my Lord. I will follow you. I will walk with you. Lord, come and walk with me. Hallelujah. If you prayed that prayer today, welcome to the family of God. Would you email me? Just go to colw.net, grab our email there, and email me and say, Pastor Anthony, I prayed that prayer today. I received Jesus as my Savior. I want to communicate with you. I want to welcome you to the family. I want to assist you in your walk with God. If you're not in the Fresno area, I want to help you find a house of worship where you can be discipled and learn to walk with Jesus. Would you email me? The Lord bless you. Father, I bless the people of Church of Living Water. Father, I bless the team of Church of Living Water. As we begin to move toward, uh, toward uh, meeting again, face-to-face as we begin to make all of those plans and those adjustments. I bless our leaders. I bless their teams to be all in. We rejoice in what you're doing in our midst today.